Hey, this is Andy Kurzweig from Y102. You're listening to How You Show Up with Brad Wiseman. Hi, this is Brad Wiseman, and you're listening to How You Show Up. This is the first installment for 2016, Joe. You know that? Did you know that? You didn't know that, did you? Happy New Year. Why, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is, I'm looking forward to this year because there's so many more interesting people in Berks County to talk to. And actually, proof of that is the guy sitting across from me, Santo Marabella. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Brad. It's great to be here. Yeah. And, I really and, appreciate it. You know, I'm looking at the things you're doing, mm-hmm. and I'm just amazed at how much you're doing. I, I mean, I follow you on Facebook and, and see the things that are going on, but, you know, I just had no idea. Uh, I mean, you're a professor. Mm-hmm. You are, um, you're in the film, film, um, com- you're the film commission for Reading, right. or the commissioner, right? Right. That's a good title. I like that title. I wish I had that title. Yeah, I you made know, it up. I'm the commissioner. <laughs> yeah, I'm you the made that up? Of course. You just got to get a little closer in there just so we, we can hear you. Sure. But, um, yeah, the, the film commissioner, you're, you wrote books, you've written plays, you've written uh, short films. There's so much. So we're going to just start kind of uh, in the beginning, not when you were born. Don't worry okay. about that. We don't have to talk about that day because you probably don't know much about it. But uh, no, we're going to go back to the beginning. Where are you? Are you from the area? I grew up in Reading. Grew up in Reading. I did, but I was actually born in Italy. In Italy? I was. I uh, was born in Aosta, Valle d'Aosta. It's uh, in the northwest. It's about... Uh, an hour from Chamonix, France. Get out of Mont here. Mont Blanc is in the background. It's beautiful. I was adopted when I was a baby. I was about 11 months old, three weeks, actually. Came over. My parents adopted me, and I came on their 10th wedding anniversary. You have got to uh, be kidding. Your parents adopted you. So they, they were from the U.S.? or no? They are, yeah. And they adopted you from Italy? Yep. I was a, probably one of the youngest imports, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You were a good import, though. Uh, well, the jury's still out. But, yeah, no, uh, good import. No, yeah. I think you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, we're doing okay. So, did you do you speak Italian? Un po', just a little, just a little bit. I didn't. But I, if I, I get over there, there for a second, I wasn't sure what he yeah, said. Yeah, if I get over there, I can, you know, because with hands and everything, yeah, you can yeah, talk yeah. There. But I've met the uh, bio family and siblings and things, and so it's kind of that's a whole yeah, other story, other, isn't it? Yeah. Boy, now that took things in a different uh, different direction. That's amazing. Amazing. It's, that's amazing. a screenplay that's been written at least seventeen times. Oh, really? Only the first sixteen were not readable. <laughs> so you're still trying to work on that, or yeah, that's it's re- you know it'll come back uh, when it's when the time's right. When you know that's amazing. The, what's the saying? When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. That's it. Yeah, Wayne Dyer uh, used to say that all yeah. the time. Which is I forget who that's actually from. Buddha. Buddha. Is that from <laughs> Buddha? Yeah. But Wayne he Dyer. Borrowed, he Wayne borrowed it. He borrowed it. Yeah. But you know what? It's so true. Yeah, it is so it really true. Is. Mind you, Yoda. Right? So I, I've stopped. I've stopped pushing for things. Yeah. When it's gonna happen? When I it's agree. ready? It took, well, Italian and controlling, so it took me a long time to get to this place, but I'm finally here. He does talk like the Italian. Yeah, he's using to. his hands You can only see on TV. You can't see we're, this, we're but he's, he's doing a lot of things with his hands. Don't let me put my hands behind my back. I'm, That's right. So you go through, so you, you come over here, which is amazing, uh, get adopted, and you're here. You went to which high school? Reading Central Catholic. Reading, Reading Central Catholic. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, and now you go to school. Now you have, you've got your bachelor's, you have your MBA, and now you also have your doctorate in uh, social work. Yep. Correct? I do. Uh, what a mix of degrees. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny because I had a really good mentor um, when I was in, well, I still, he's still good, really good friends, he and his wife. And he was like, you know, you're really into to helping people and community and volunteer, but you might want to get some business management background. Mm-hmm. That was an undergrad. I was yeah. like, no, oh, that makes sense. So I got the management degree and I did the MBA because, you know, I, I wanted to teach. And then it's like, hmm, the other way is true too because having a good business background, but then I thought that I really needed more sensitivity to the people side of it. Right. Because I think 
it's something that whether it's in social work or business, how you deal with people. Um, what's Maya Angelou's great quote about people don't remember what you say or what you do. They remember how you make them feel. Yep. Absolutely. And it's incredible. That probably that educational experience was more valuable than any educational experience because it really made me focus on how I am Towards with people. people. Yeah. I agree. So, it's, and it's influenced a lot of what I do, what I write. Um, I think to, to more than I really realized. Yeah. No, and I can see that in just in just what you're doing. And and, and I want to bring this up right away because this mm-hmm. was the one thing out of everything I read about you, right. uh, or you know the things that are out there on the internet. There and we talked about this oh, before I'm we started. Afraid. Don't tell me what's out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't print any of that stuff. Okay. Out. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. No, but the. Um, this is what really stuck out. It said, Santo Maribel believes there is an educational marriage, which I love that term, between the two fields. Uh, and this is where business management and social work, the two fields coming together, which affirms the appropriateness for business to have a heart as it pursues profit and for the not-for-profit organization to apply good business sense. And when I read that, it was like an aha type thing. Like, you know, boy, isn't that smart? Or isn't that something that we wish everybody could, could, uh, to le- could learn? The businesses definitely need, not all of them, and then I'll never want to say everybody, but, you know, a lot of our businesses today, sometime in the pursuit of profit, they lose the social aspect. They lose the heart. They lose the 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 depth of being human. Right. Um, and on the other side of it, we've all been involved in not for, for profits mm-hmm. that uh, lack the business side, where they have so much heart, so much passion for people, but they don't know how to run the yeah. financials of the organization. So, talk about how you came about that. So. Yeah, I I really I glommed onto that, um, and again I think it's really become the core of well what I talk about. We'll talk about a little bit about heart and spirit because it really can kind of crystallize for me what I what I uh, really believe in. But there's two influencing factors. One is Peter Drucker. Um, he really kind of the father of modern management. He mm-hmm. really got how not for profits had a really good handle on vision and mission. They yeah. really had their passion clear about their passion for something right for making a difference for change right for, right and he told businesses take take heed from from that their example yeah then on the other hand as you said we have this what we call the professionalization of the industry of not-for-profits you know doing good was great but that wasn't enough like, mm-hmm. it used to be hey we're we're helping people that should be enough to you know make up for the fact that we ran out of money right gotcha no it's, no, not. it's not because nope. now the pie of funding availability hasn't grown the right. needs have grown the number of agencies and i think sometimes a lot of duplication of efforts has grown but what hasn't grown really i don't think that is the pool of of funding available so the, the slices of pie are getting thinner and thinner and thinner right, right. and in order to compete you better really be efficient as well as effective in meeting your mission sure. you really better look at that and so that was that hmm. i think happened a lot or started to happen in the 80s and 90s and to me both of those factors really influence how i ran organizations that i either started or, or came to to meet and be with and how i teach mm-hmm. and you know because everything i do is teaching yep no whether you're I'm writing whether i'm directing whether i'm you know it's it's teaching yeah absolutely 
and and that it's 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 evident in what you're doing. I looked at some of the stuff on YouTube and 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 the things that you're doing, training businesses and things, and it's just it's very very cool. And I I think what you're on to here is something that's very important because I think it's something that's going to help change and uh you know make these businesses more profitable and also make the nonprofits uh be able to survive longer. Yeah. Uh, and what's funny about that too is that you know you'll find that the businesses that give to the nonprofits will not give if they feel the business side of the nonprofit is not being taken care of. As they should. As they should, right. It's because it's their money. It's, it's an exactly investment. Exactly, right. It's an investment towards that nonprofit. So it all it is a, it is a marriage. Everything kind of comes together and it all goes full circle. Yeah. So um, so you're working on much more with that. You're getting more in-depth of that in your teaching. Yeah, I, well, you know, I really think I've had some people look at my stuff because I'm trying to expand. I'm trying mm-hmm. to see where to, how to develop. And actually... Realistic. I'm trying to monetize and commercialize. Stuff. Sure, absolutely. Nothing, you know, well, finally, it, finally, the social work. There's the business part. Is allowing me <laughs> to do that. Well, no, for so long it was like yeah. you know, volunteer, do good, mm, food, shelter, clothing. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. car that needs oil from Moravian. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. um, my sustenance, and I love it there. Um, but this, this, there's a lot. I think what I do kind of resonates. Whether it's the newspaper column, um, things resonate with people. I, I had a really cool. Um, experience that was relayed to me. Um, a friend of mine said, you know, they were at uh, a luncheon, some some friends of hers, and this person was um, sitting down and kind of exasperated and pulled out this article and said, you know, I really needed to see this hmm. this article because it's just it's been one of those months and it needed it helped me refocus and energize. And here was my column awesome. on gratitude lost, hmm. uh, which was for me, you know, like reminding people what it really means to be grateful not just saying thank you but right. really true Truly gratitude great. Yep. so and she related to me she was all excited and she related to like well yeah i do know him he's a friend of mine da 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 and it's like okay so we are hitting the, the right buttons it's just what i'm not good at is this notion of focus because i want to do everything yeah as you can see so this this high idea of a heart and spirit um manage with a heart in ways that feed the spirit hmm. so you know, and some, some folks have reacted, well, is that a little too on the religious no, side? No, spirit's different than and, religious. Yeah, and I'm hoping that's what people get. And I, I like when people ask me those questions yep. because it makes me think. And these are people that I trust, their yep. opinion. And so I thought about it. I'm like, no, no, this is, this is a different niche. It is, yep. Spirit to me is different. I, I'm and nothing against religion. I, no, no, absolutely. I, but I am not a, a hugely religious person. What I always tell people is that I'm spiritual. I believe there's a high, higher being. I believe that there's, there's something else out there. But I believe that spirit is very important. Yeah. Uh, and, and also heart, you know, obviously is very important. Well, it's being able to bring your whole self to work. Yep. It's being able to have meaningful work, whatever meaning you drive, and it's being connected. Yep. Those three things, you know, in all the ways we want to kind of uh, frame spirit. That's the way I like to frame yeah. it. It's not my original. It's what I've, you know, the things I sure. read about. But. It's really something that I think, and it's, this is, we're talking about getting back to basics. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have this thing where I'm, I'm saying I want to take you back, not forward. I want to take you back to the basics, yep. which are values-based, principle-based management that leads it's to... It's the foundation. Because when, when you manage with a heart, then you're building spirit in your, in your workers, and all this data shows. Yeah. Uh, you know that 70% people hate their jobs I don't doubt or that are at all. disengaged. I don't doubt that's, that at that's all. That's a 2013 Gallup poll. Three quarters, almost that's, three that's quarters crazy. of people. So how productive are they then? They're not. Yeah, that's, that's, it's amazing, right? I, mean, I don't have all the data, but I can, I, it's easy to find. 
the productivity costs, the um, employee theft, employee issues like workplace violence, bullying, yep. all those things are impacted by the fact that people fact, aren't happy. Aren't happy. Yeah. And so no longer do we say, well, I don't care about your happiness. You know, you have to do the work. Somebody else will do it. Yeah. Uh-uh. This is the 21st century. Yeah. We better start caring about it. And the way we're doing, you said before, you know, about you put the key in the lock and it doesn't work. You keep trying to same. Yep. Yep. Try a different yep. key. Insanity. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. And I, I like where you're going with that stuff. I, I think it's really, really good. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Thanks. Um, let's go. Let's go. Back to also, not back, but let's go into the other things that you're doing. You're, sure. You have um, one of the things that, that was just recent, the Reading Film Festival. Yeah. You know, cool stuff. That's that's actually what kind of put you back in front of my eyes. Okay. Uh, was, oh, that uh, big uh, feature on the... Yeah, that. Yeah, the and Eagle all, was great. Yeah. Oh, they did. They, and, they you know, really did. And they need to do that kind of stuff. Yep. They really do. Because that's the kind too. of stuff that's going to really uh, help grow our culture. And also, the film industry. I mean, to come to a small town like this, that's smart for them. It's going to be a less expensive. Hey. It's a lot easier to stop traffic in Reading than it is in New York City. And, and a lot of the New Yorkers don't really even like when they come into there <laughs> anymore. But, you We're, know, it's kind of how it we is. We had two reasons for doing this fest. And, and the Arts Council had done a really nice job with the festival over the number of years. They took a hiatus. I approached them and said, let us do it. Let the film office do it. I think we can bring some value at it. And they did, and they were on board with us. They not only allowed us to, but they joined us. So between uh, Go Greater Greater Reading and Reading Convention Visitors Bureau and our office and and the Arts Council, we put this together. But I had two goals. One, well, three. (laughs) One was we need to showcase um, this community. Right. As a location destination, yep. you know we we, are, we people come here for a lot of reasons. I want yep. them coming here for the locations because yep. it is, as you said, less expensive. Yep. The second reason is um, we need to a film fest. There's two thousand film festivals in the United States alone. Wow, what are we? What and is they're not little, in Hollywood, right? In New York, mm, right? Right. Yeah, most of them are. And what is Little Reading, PA, going to do? Well, the way we run our film office is the way we ran our. Um, our, our fest and it was under the under the guise of under the um, direction of Tracy Schott yep. and Sue Lang um, working with me and what it, it, what it is about for us is a concierge type service so the way we treat people when they come to shoot here and we've had I have letters I could show you from CBS and from Philadelphia filmmakers saying this is the best film office because you you follow through you follow yeah, up funny. you treat us like a Gold. hotelier yeah you know and that's what we want so we did the same with filmmakers we put them up for two nights yeah, i saw that I, I saw a guy there was a review there that you yeah had, it was on there it said the guy i didn't even have to pay the i didn't even pay for that he's like <laughs> come in the hotel was uh, was there and everything was there everybody knew where to go he said which i've never had before you know very yeah. cool we got a lot to work on if we do it again which i which people want to i just you just want to make sure everything's we're right. really adding value to the community because you, you don't need more duplication you don't nope. need more splintering nope. so that was the second one and the third one is i wanted to make sure we broke even or yeah. made money because for the reasons Absolutely. we talk about yeah i you know the, the productions i do the plays you know they don't lose money. Right. They might not make a lot of money, but they, they don't lose. cover the cost. Because it's irresponsible. Yeah, you can't pay, ask people to support something that you're in the hall. And typically, three years is what it takes for a film fest wow. to make money. So we're on the right track. Good. good because we have the right you. people. I mean, it's Jim Collins, uh, Good to Great. Yep. He's like, of, what, of all that he wrote in that book, what I took most uh, is getting the right people on the bus. Yep. 
It doesn't matter where you're going necessarily. So, yeah, exactly. But like if we're going somewhere, the, yeah. well, you I go, have the right I go wherever you go. You had the right people. Yeah, we Tracy do. We do. And I know, and absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, she does some amazing work. I've seen her stuff. It's, it's great. It's so I, that to me is just amazing. The, um, the other thing that some of the other things that stuck, stood out for me, Leadership Burks. Tell me, tell me, yeah. you, you actually, uh, you were the, the first, first executive director for Leadership Burks. And talk about something 12. that has gone all over is, um, uh, is that. And I'll tell you what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to do two parts to this. We're going to have you come back next week. Cool. And uh, we'll talk more about um, about what you're doing and what's going on. And we're going to start off with Leadership Burks. All right? This is How You Show Up with Brad Wiseman, Santa Marabella. Thanks, Brad. How You Show Up is sponsored by Suzy Ray Design. To get more information on Suzy Ray Design, go to suzyraydesign.com.